How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Hornet Cafe. Grab a drink and a comfy chair because we have a spooky tale to do. Tonight <clears throat> is part five, the final part of our Halloween slumber party. I hope you guys have enjoyed this slumber party as much as I've have because honestly, I thought it was awesome. I love deep diving through rituals and showing them off to you guys because I'm a chicken shit and I'm too scared to actually try it. So if I at least get maybe one person to try these, they can tell me what happened. So I don't have to try it myself, if that makes sense. <laughs> anyway, so tonight we are going to be talking about the Midnight Man Challenge, also known as the Midnight Man Game. Um, <clears throat> before we get into that fully, we have to talk about the drink that we are drinking tonight, and that is Def the Death Wish Coffee Company's The World's Strongest Coffee. I thought it was most appropriate to be drinking this one for Halloween, because obviously Death Wish, World's Strongest Coffee, um, it's dark roast. So it's just regular coffee. There's no like flavors or anything like that. It's just supposed to be the world's strongest. So check it out. There's a link in the description box below and let me know what you think. Have you tried this coffee before and you really liked it? Um, <clears throat> did you stay up for three days straight after drinking it because it's just so strong? Um, I do have to put in a little like story here my boss actually tried the coffee and it was like one morning he came into work and he was just so hyper he he couldn't like think straight it was hilarious he was like getting me to do this and then asking me to work on that project and this and that and the other and like he was just so hyper after drinking that coffee you could definitely tell the difference so Maybe if you're not a morning person or you need to stay up for some reason or another, definitely give Death Wish Coffee a try. And, uh, yeah. So tonight, like I said, we are going to be talking about the Midnight Man, um, also known as the Midnight Ritual. This ritual, in my opinion, is perfect to play on Halloween. I mean, who doesn't want to summon a terrifying spirit to haunt you around your home for hours? I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? I know I wouldn't, but maybe someone else would. Um, <clears throat> once again, I discovered this game from Sol Sam Golbash, and it seems like he's actually very fond of playing this summoning game um, because he's played it like a bunch of different times, at least six different times. And there were a few times that he and his friends didn't finish the game, like they ended it uh, early or like turned on a light when they weren't supposed to. Um, <clears throat> and... Supposedly, they had to go back and redo the ritual correctly to actually, like, stop hauntings that were happening in his home. So, supposedly, not finishing this ritual will cause the Midnight Man, or whoever is hunting you, to stick around and kind of torment you until you play again. Sounds like a good time, right? Well... You probably wouldn't be here if you didn't think it was a good time, so let's get into how to do the ritual. Before we discuss the how-tos, I wanted to talk about kind of the origins of the ritual. It is said that pagans used to use this ritual to punish people that had broken the laws of pagan traditions. Um, I'm not sure what that is, but, you know, 
basically it was supposedly used as a scare tactic to frighten people into obeying the gods. Or, in reality, it was a creepypasta that started in 2010-ish, and it kind of popped up all over 4chan and, you know, the fun message boards. Um, this one, I have to say, I really do think started out as an urban legend, like an internet urban legend. Um, for one thing, I don't think pagans punish people for not obeying the gods or goddesses. Um, from my very small understanding, they didn't necessarily... Pagans didn't necessarily force people to believe in what they believed. Um, they may have used this, something like this, to maybe punish people in general, but not because they went against a god. Because wouldn't, in my opinion, wouldn't the god or goddess be the one to punish the perpetrator themselves? <clears throat> like, if a person did something to go against the gods it would be the gods themselves that would smite you know the person not necessarily someone else having to set up like a ritual um i could be wrong but that's just kind of like how i understand it and plus you know i guess it's possible that this kind of thing could happen back in the olden days but back in the olden days people didn't have like huge houses to move around in so if you are playing this game, you basic, you know, the whole premise of this game, we'll get into it a little bit later, is to walk around your house with a candle and to not stop moving until like 3 a.m. 3 a. or something like that. So that way the midnight man can't get you. Well, nowadays people have like huge houses so they can like move from room to room. But a lot of times back in the olden days, like they didn't have like crazy, crazy huge houses. Like maybe like three or four rooms so i guess you could still play this game but it's a lot more like complicated if that makes sense because you're like all right i'm in the kitchen all right i'm in the living room okay i'm in my bedroom okay i'm back in the kitchen like you know i guess you can just keep circling those few rooms but it makes it a little bit harder to play this game um <clears throat> as always most of these rituals have a little bit of uh, setup first. Um, you're going to need a few things too, but hopefully you'll have them on hand. Um, a lot of the time, these rituals require you to go get a shit ton of school supplies, but I guess hopefully you could steal from your kid's school bag, or if you're a kid yourself, you can grab from your school stuff. But also, if you're a kid, maybe don't do this one. Um, and if you're an adult you can make your own choices. <laughs> so you will need a lighter, a candle, a piece of paper, a pen or pencil, just something to write with. So it could be highlighter, whatever. Um, a pin, a wooden door, and finally some good old salt. As always, you need to do a little setup. Um, before midnight, you need to grab your piece of paper and pen and write your full name, so your first, middle, and last name, anywhere on the paper. <clears throat> this is so the midnight man knows you and knows that you are the one playing. If you have multiple, multiple people playing with you, they each have to have their own piece of paper too, and they need to write their names and stuff on it. Um, <clears throat> then, after you write your name, you are supposed to take the pin and poke your finger with it, just enough to get a drop of human water. 
<laughs> you know, PGing it. Then place the stuff place that stuff on a piece of paper. Make sure that it kind of soaks into the paper and correct and congrats, you just made a human water pact with Midnight Man. And now you get to wait. Once it gets closer to midnight, you should go around your house and turn off all the lights. They must remain off until after the ritual is completed. There are a few rules you have to follow during the game as well to ensure that you are playing correctly and that you don't end the game too early. If you end a game too early, the Midnight Man might stick around even after 3.33 a.m. because you didn't end the game properly. So the rules are as follows. Don't turn on any lights during the game. Don't use a flashlight. Don't go to sleep during the game, which who the heck would want to do that? Uh, Unless you're like completely exhausted, you know. Um, Don't use a lighter instead of a candle. You know, use a candle when you're walking around. Um, Don't leave your house during the game. And whatever you do, do not provoke the Midnight Man. If you do, you could end up having a lot, like, a lot worse of a time than you would normally. So, once you're ready, and it is almost midnight, you should go to your wooden door with your piece of paper and candle. Set your paper in front of the door, and then light your candle. You should also place, you should also place it on your paper in front of the door, and now the summoning begins. You must knock on the door 22 times, making sure the last knock happens right as the clock strikes midnight. I'm not sure why you have to do it 22 times, but the only thing that I could find about the number 22 is that it's supposedly the most powerful number of all soul numbers. I'm not sure if that relates here, but I just thought it was kind of cool to mention. Anyway... After you knock all those times, you have to open the door, blow out your candle, close the door, and then light your candle immediately. This is to invite the Midnight Man into your home. I think the whole point of blowing out your candle is taking away your protection. Because, as we'll discuss later, the only way the Midnight Man can get to you is if you blow your candle out. Or as if your candle blows out in and of itself. Um, So in turn, when you are inviting the Midnight Man into your home, it's almost like you are tricking him into entering your home to catch you. Only for you to relight your candle before he gets to you. You know, you're kind of like tricking him. You're giving him a little taste of like, oh, I'm going to get you. And then you light your candle really quickly and now he's trapped. That's kind of how I saw it. So, that's basically how to start the ritual, and now we are going to talk about what happens during the ritual. So basically, for the next three and a half hours, midnight to 3.33 a.m., you are going to be kind of chased and tortured by the Midnight Man. Uh, You have to have your candle, the matches, and your salt on your person at all times during this. You also have to keep walking around your house for the whole three hours. Personally, it's a lot to remember and think about, you know, like constantly stay moving, constantly looking over your shoulder with only one light to guide your way. 
So as you're moving around your house, you're probably either really freaked out or bored out of your mind if nothing's happening. Um, but you may start to see things happening around you. First, there may be a sudden shift in temperature. The air temperature may the air temperature around you may begin to drop, getting so cold that you can see your breath even on a hot summer evening. This is a sign that the midnight man is near. It is said that if you do start to see a notice in temperature, you should leave the area immediately. So just like go to a different room or like go upstairs or something like that. Just get away from it, you know. Also, you may hear whispers coming from behind you or from a dark corner of your house. Or maybe you will even see a shadow even darker than the nighttime around you. It'll just be a sudden, quick, fleeting moment, and then it'll be gone. This is the Midnight Man, and he is hunting you. The worst thing that could happen, besides the Midnight Man actually capturing you, which we will talk about in a moment, is that your candle may go out. Even if you are standing completely still, it may go out. If your candle does mysteriously, you know, extinguish, you have 10 seconds to relight it. If you succeed, you can continue the game as normal. If you don't, you have failed. If you fail to light your candle before the 10 seconds are up, you need to grab your handy dandy salt and create a salt circle around you to protect you. You have to stay in that salt circle until 3.33 a.m. What it seems like is that the Midnight Man is scared of the light or scared of fire, and so once that is gone, he can come after you. The salt circle is just a standard form of protection. I mean, just think back to like Hocus Pocus when Allison throws the salt around everyone to protect them from the witches. It's kind of the same thing. It's just that circle of protection. It's like purity and, you know, so. So to close the game, as I have said before, you have to make it to 3.33 a.m. Once you hit that time, you're free to turn on all the lights, blow out your candle, and or step out of your salt circle. The Midnight Man should leave, and you should be able to be free and, like, you know, you can go back to sleep or whatever if you want, or if you even can. Uh, the next day, or even the same day, or even the same night if you prefer, you should take that piece of paper with your human water on it and burn it to fully release your bond with the Midnight Man. So while this ritual, or game, whatever you want to call it, doesn't seem too scary when you put it on paper, pun intended, because I like the paper that you gotta, you know, the bond with the Midnight Man. Anyway, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I can just imagine, like, walking around in the dark, holding just a candle, and expecting something to pop out at you from every corner. I mean, yeah, it's like your own house, but have you ever woken up in the middle of the night and noticed, like, how a jacket hanging on your closet door looks a lot more like a demon staring back at you at, like, 3.30, you know? Um, that's the guy- that's kind of the vibe that I get from this game. Um, you're constantly staring out into the dark with only a shaky candle flame to guide you. You are bound to experience something, even if it's just your mind playing tricks on you. The only thing that I don't seem to understand here is why you would do this, since there is absolutely no reward whatsoever. 
Um, you don't get any prize. You don't get any type of prizes after this ritual. It's basically just a game to play to terrorize yourself. Um, if the whole pagan ritual thing is true, um, this is supposed to serve as a punishment. But instead, kids and adults are kind of just doing this ritual for funsies. Uh, it is said that depending on the person, a few different things could happen to you if the Midnight Man were to catch you. First, he is said to just make you hallucinate your wildest fears until 3.33 a.m. Or, you know, which is when the game is supposed to end. He is also supposed to supposedly rip your organs out of your body and just leave you all you know, messed up for your family to find. Um, both endings are pretty terrifying, so it's best if you, it's best for you to do the ritual correctly the first time. And yeah, so that's it for this episode, guys. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed listening to these rituals, and maybe if you're a crazy person, (laughs) you'll try them out tonight, and let me know what happens, um, because, I'm curious to see, you know, if any of these are authentic. Um, Like I said, I'm a little bit of a a chicken shit, so I won't be trying them. I know even my fiancé wouldn't try them either, because he's just as freaked out about this stuff as I am. But, yeah. So, thank you so much for joining me for the Haunted Cafe Slumber Party. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm definitely going to try and think of something cool to do next year for Halloween. Um, because Halloween is actually our birthday, the podcast's birthday. Um, I think I've been doing the podcast for like two years, on and off, of course. Um, but I really enjoy doing the podcast and I appreciate everybody that is out there that is actually listening to the podcast. Um, I know that I think that there's a few people that are actually like waiting for each episode to come out. So, uh, I just want to say you guys are like the real MVPs and I appreciate everything that you guys are doing. So yeah, that's it for this episode, guys. We will see you in the next one. Catch you later. And happy Halloween. Go celebrate. Go get some candy and stuff. Save me some because I don't think I'm going to be trick-or-treating. I'm a little bit too old. But honestly, as short as I am, I could probably most definitely pretend to be a kid and get candy. So maybe we'll try that. (laughs) Anyway, guys, happy Halloween. Stay safe and go have fun. See you in the next video.